and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And me, Tony. Hey, and that can only mean one thing. It's audio commentary time, as Tony's back with the gang. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, as we've got a lot to get through this evening, um, we'll kick off with... Actually, before we go, I'll go any further, let's just say that tonight's audio commentary is The Talons of Wen Chiang. Um, but this is part one of the audio commentary, because it's a six-part episode. Not seven parts, as I kept saying last week, for some inexplicable reason. I can have that missing part. I couldn't find it. Yeah, yet. I know. Yeah, it's oh. yeah, embarrassing. Well, we thought you did have the, the new visitations issue, and we thought they might have found one down the back of the sofa or something. <laughs> Reconstructed from photos and so, Yeah, okay. No, so it's six parts. We're doing three parts um, in this week's show, and then you'll have the following three parts next week. So, um, obviously, we don't want you sitting around too long listening to us gabbling on about, well, nothing really. I don't mind. <laughs> no, mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so let's, let's do the news then, shall we? Right, well, obviously last night was Children in Need, and the little mystery film uh, that was uh, recorded this week with Matt Smith was uh, really to uh, advertise the fact they were auctioning off his costume. So um, the last time we checked, it, had, um, it currently reached uh, bids of tw- over £22,000, which is really yes. good. Yes, really good. So, um, But we, we also noticed that... Um, other couple of things as well, which is, uh, I thought well, I should mention this or not, actually. I don't see why not. That's why not? Okay. Well, there was also a couple of, um, sort of a few pudsy bears signed as well. Um, now, also, uh, there was one signed by Matt Smith, which was, uh, when we last checked, it was currently up to £1,600. But the next one, there's another one signed by John Barrowman, um, which I think is sort of Chanel, his stock has dropped off, really. Bids uh, have reached... Uh, at the time we checked, two hundred and forty pounds and fifty pence. Well, money well spent, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a check coming in from the pub last night. I didn't do anything silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't, have you? No, no. no. <laughs> okay. Well, of course, the big thing last night on Children and Eve was uh, the trailer for the Christmas special, uh, which has now also given us the title of the Christmas special, which most of you already know is the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. Uh, so, what do we think? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gordon Bennett. The, see, this insightful <laughs> debate and comment here. Yes. Now, Tone, you've, you, you've only just watched it. I've only just watched it. You've only just watched it. What did you think, Tone? Yes. Um, it's a trailer. <laughs> it's a trailer. And it's Christmas. Yeah. Um, yes, usual fare. Yeah. Usual fare. Usual fare. <laughs> yes, yes. It did start off with the running down corridors. Corridors, yeah. it did, with the fireball behind, <laughs> yes. The trouble is, though, gang, I can never watch it until uh, Boxing Day anyway. Which is all, all the uh, action that goes on around the mother-in-laws and the father, you know, always there every Christmas time. Yeah. And there's no doctor in the telly. We can't watch that. You can't watch they it. They don't put it on the telly. You know, rub your bloody top of the pops and crap like that. You know, yeah, the usual rubbish. Of ex- do they still do top of the pops on Christmas Day? They do, yeah. They, do. they always do top of the pops every Christmas now. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Or don't some know. expects of crap or whatever. You know, you know. Oh, dear. No, I don't, oh, get dear. To, I don't get to watch telly yeah. either on Christmas no. Day. So well, I do, other... actually. I do. So whatever's so. on ITV at the time Doctor Who's on, that's what they'll be watching. Yeah, I'll so do. Boxing Day's a day for me. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, it did look you, rather you good. You watching it, looked... it is, is rather news oh, in oh, itself. Oh, yeah, oh, no, oh, that oh, is, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I'm well, it, 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 look, it looked um, Christmassy enough, didn't it, with a, a very line of Witch in the Wardrobe, as you could probably tell from yeah. the title anyway. Um, no, it does. It looks rather interesting. Especially the Second World War setting as well. So, hmm, it does look good. Very interesting. I know Twitter went into 
meltdown last night. There were certain um, groups of people who were just excited about the fact that Matt Smith was stripping off. Yeah, yeah, I know. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, uh, for, for the benefit of the recording, Paul and so just raised their eyebrows and in contempt. <laughs> okay, well, the other bit of news uh, that's literally only come um, up today uh, was uh, an update on the convention next year, uh, which has um, divided a lot of people, hasn't it, really? Now, um, any listeners of last week's show uh, will realise that Paul and myself were debating whether we were going to go or not, and um, we left the show on a bit of a cliffhanger, didn't we? Yes. Yes, we, we did. did. We did. So, um, so, so should we have the last five, 30 seconds of that conversation played in now before, <laughs> before we continue with it? <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah. No, uh, yes, we are going. We are, well, Paul and me are going, and Tony's well, not. I'd like to go. If you'd like to pledge. Tony's going to help me go. Tony's going to go down and, and get an old teddy bear and sign it. And if yes. you want to pledge for that... <laughs> Uh, well, there's been an update to that because obviously um, the, the thing that has sort of divided everyone is the cost um, because the tickets are £99 each and on top of that, if you want to have um, a photograph or um, an autograph um, from Matt Smith or Stephen Moffat, uh, that would have, it was something like £20 for an autograph and 25 quid for a photo or something like that, wasn't it? So um, I think it was £25 for even, wasn't it? Oh, I can't remember. I thought there was different rates. Well, twenty five quid. Yeah, let's just say twenty five quid. Yeah, exactly. Turned outrageous. Yeah. Um, so what's now happened? Um, looks like Stephen Moffat um, won't be charging for his um, autographs or photographs. Good on him. Yeah, good on him. Um, you will still have to for Matt Smith. Um, now, reading here, what they're going to do instead? Uh, the event will be holding a competition in the coming weeks. Um, offering attendees a chance to be selected for a photograph or autograph with Stephen Moffat. So it, it's gratis. you just got to select which which one you want, really. Um, yeah, I think it's only fair. It's a lot of money. Yeah. You do wonder whether he was watching Life's Too Life's Short. Life's Too Short, yeah. <laughs> where, where £25 seemed to be the going rate for the autograph. It did. Actually, that is true. That is true, apparently. I've... I've so none of us here have ever been to a, a, a sort of this sort of convention before. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, yeah, apparently that's the going rate from what, from what we can gather. Twenty five quid. Only charge twenty pound for me. If anyone's interested, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm reasonable. Yeah. Now there's also been other criticism uh, leveled at as well that it's not child friendly. Uh, this one, uh, and it doesn't mean it's full of sharp objects and, and things like that. Time, um, it's more sort of adult theme. It doesn't mean it's full of like sex or anything like that either. Time. Um, oh, that's why I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, it's more to do with um, for what we can gather. It's more to do with like the you, you get like panels and they talk about production and of the and direction of the show and stuff like that. Um, so that that's what it's aiming for. And obviously by that time the um, Doctor Who experience will be down in Cardiff, won't it? So that's for the kids. So there, there is something there for. For everyone who's going to be in Cardiff yeah. uh, for that weekend, so but unfortunately though, you're going to have to pay extra to get into the into the uh, Doctor Who experience. But there we go. Now, uh, our final bit of news, and obviously the the big bit of news, which seems to have upset a lot of people. Um, it was announced by David Yates, who was the uh, director of the last few Harry Potter films, that he is in 
talks at the moment with BBC Worldwide Productions to, um, I don't know if it's to direct or just to produce, a Doctor Who movie. Now, um, this has obviously got people excited, as you can expect, but um, he plans to, well, take it back to base, start from scratch, as he says. He said, what Stephen Moffat and Ross T. Davis done for the television is fantastic. But they've got to start again for the for the uh, for the movie. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the, and this is the thing that has um, upset a lot of people. Um, what do you think, Paul? I'm not going to ask Tony because you've probably got no opinion on this whatsoever, have you? Well, I have. You have. From okay. What, from what I've heard. Okay. Well, go on then. Good heavens, I mean, American in the role. No, it doesn't. No, no. This oh. is the thing. People are getting rather upset. Um, there's no cast. There's no script. There's no production has started. They're just uh, in talks. And they're also saying it's going to be at least three years before we see anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's... No one knows anything. So there's no point in getting up annoyed about it. Where did the speculation come, come from about the uh, American? Well, I think I think everyone's saying that it's David Yates has jumped the gun a little bit. He, I, I think that he shouldn't have really said anything because there's nothing to discuss. And obviously everyone's made their own minds up now about what how the film's going to turn out and everything. Um, well, I think the BBC said a feature film remains in development with BBC Worldwide Productions in Los Angeles, which is the American connection, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And but that's been like that for yeah some time, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I'm not going to say I wouldn't want it. It's just you sort of have these images of what they did to Doctor Who the movie, don't you? And it's yeah, um, and the bits they do the well the making him half human the. Yeah, it's that sort of twist to stuff. Well, we were discussing this before about because you you raised a question, Tone, about the Peter Cushing films. Ah, I you did. Yeah, um, and I would sort of just direct, um, well, not direct. There was he sort of truncated to a certain extent of, of um, original William Hartnell stories, but I, I still enjoy them for what they are. Really, they don't mm. make any pretenses from Gallifrey or anything like that. He's just uh, an inventor from Earth, and that's it. So, you said they rehashed the uh, William Hartnell stories. Yeah, the Daleks and the Dalek invasion. Now, were they the stories they're missing? No, like, ah. no, no. Afraid not so. Ah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm got an open mind to be honest. I'm not. Yeah, I, to be honest, as long as it doesn't replace the TV. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. That'd be the the worry. I think this is the thing that everyone, from the more sensible comments that I've read. It's sort of, as long as it doesn't mean the TV series is going to come to an end. You know, if, it, if it's just extra Doctor Who, then yeah. that's fine. And if it's nothing, if it's, it's not connected to the TV series in any way, just by or in, you know name only, then so be it. But um, I think the naysayers also. I'm not already people are going saying oh, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not. I want nothing to do with it. Blah blah blah. Well. Let's just right. jump the gun here. Come I mean, on. And the fact is that Doctor Who's a wonderful thing that you can set either in the future or the past with totally different people. Yep. And it doesn't matter to, wow. to the storyline in any way. Because exactly. Yeah. I can tell you we now, don't know what's sure. happened in the future or the past with him. So, Precisely. Precisely. I can tell you now that I'm definitely not going to watch it because I've not been in the cinema for 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you like to announce to people the last film you went to see at the cinema? Oh, it was Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, yeah Kenneth... not, not, not in 1931. <laughs> <laughs> Boris Karloff. <laughs> yeah, particularly like Boris Karloff. <laughs> <laughs> Paid 10 shillings for his autograph, didn't you? <laughs> 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 
then, that, goes down, he charged me five shillings. <laughs> and that Universal Horror Convention you went to, <laughs> they charged you two guineas to get in for that, didn't they? Damn them. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so I think we're all agreed here. It's just... Wait, wait and see. see. Yeah. Wait and see. It's a few years. And as I say, they're just in talks and discussions. It might not ever happen. So I think the people who are getting a bit worked up about it don't get worked up about it until they actually start production. You get some concrete information coming out. So, okay. Well, I think that's um, that's about it for the news this week, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, the other thing. Oh, oh, say, oh, oh, ah, oh, oh, oh there's more. Exclusive. No, no, it isn't actually. No, it's just the silly thing about. Did you see the thing that I asked you earlier? Did you see the thing about the Doctor Who wallpaper? No, I haven't seen it. Would you care to describe the Doctor Who wallpaper? Because I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it apparently comes in two rolls. One of the columns and one of the roundels. That, so you can match, you, it, match your own TARDIS. You can build your own interior TARDIS in your oh, front room. That's a fantastic idea. That's brilliant, actually. That's really cool. I thought it was going to be the usual... You know, Daleks and no, Cybermen all no, over no, it. Or no, something. it is actually to, so you can build your own, in, you can decorate your own interior. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. You can have a sort of like a mock up of the uh, TARDIS outside and just open the door. Your front door can be, yeah. Oh, if oh. I, oh. Well, if only I was a single man, I would do that. I would decorate my <laughs> flat as a TARDIS. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for them to bring out the bathroom tiles in the same thing and then I can <laughs> turn my bathroom into my own zero room. <laughs> Oh, time's lost now. I oh, am. Yeah. What's, what's, what's a zero room? Oh, you'll have to, you'll have to watch Castro Valva. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, oh, well, that's that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. I, I didn't, how did I not read that? That's fantastic. Okay, then, folks. So, for another week, that was the news. Right. It's audio commentary time. And as discussed at the beginning, uh, this week we're doing part one. Um, of our commentary for the Talons of Wing Chiang. Uh, so that means we're doing episodes one, two, and three this week, and then next week you'll get episodes four, five, and six. And if they can find episode seven, we'll uh, do that as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll do that as well, yes. Uh, oh dear, the shame, the shame. Um, but before we go any further, um, one thing I did forget to mention um, in the news items was the um, Doctor Who Podcast Alliance, who we are, who we are proud members of, um, put together a little, um, or thanks to Tony Galishon and Dave Keep from the DWO Who cast, uh, got a few of us together to record a song, believe it or not, uh, mm. <laughs> called Let's Have Confidential. Now, you might have got our um, special um, podcast that was released during the week. Um, so I just want to re-advertise that again. Um, Paul, uh, Paul's already heard it. Tony's listened to it for the very first oh, time. Yes, yes. But what did you think, Tony? Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I actually think it's, it's very, very well done, well put actually. Put together, it, it is very well, well put together. Put together yeah. So needs um, to do a video, though. Yeah. Why? I want to see them with synthesizers and, <laughs> and stuff like that. You want to see us all with headphones on, yeah. singing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, very good. So, if you want to um, have a look at that, it is, um, you can look it online. But the following web address, it is www.netcundra.co.uk forward slash confidential. And on there you'll find different versions of the song. There's even a video on there now and also the link to sign the petition to save Doctor Who Confidential. Actually, there is something in the, why isn't there a behind the scenes? <laughs> yeah, why is the behind the scenes of this? Yes. 
It got cancelled. That's why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to cost too much and decided it yeah, wasn't worth right. the money. Yeah. That's obviously what it was. Okay, right. So let's let's get cracking with this audio commentary then. Yes, indeed. Okay, right. So, we've got our beers ready. Yep. Yep, all ready? Yep. Everyone's ready. Good. You ready at home? Good. Because we're going to press play in five, four, three, two, one, play. Here we go. Ah, I've been in. Uh, Old times made notes. I've been entrusted with their notes again this month. Good, good, good. Uh, and and uh, apparently the working title for this particular episode or this series yes. was uh, the Talons of Grill. And also, yes. the foe from the future oh, was, it really? was another working good, title. Good heavens, yes. Uh, yes. There we go. And it's also the last story produced by Philip Hinchcliffe. It's oh, also yeah. used. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Starting point for. What is it? Where is he? Oh, he's lost it. Right, oh, so, yes. so can, I just, can, I just, can I just interrupt you here, actually? Yes. The conductor is Dudley, Dudley it, Simpson. Yes, who, who done the uh, music for uh, Doctor yes, Who in the late 60s and the uh, 70s, or well, through the 60s and the 70s, anyway. Yes, and he had to um, be ah. paid by the Musicians' Union rather than Equity, because he's not an Equity member. Aha. So. And there's the uh, heavily made-up Englishman, John Bennett. Of course, who leads ends. Tony, it sounds like you're reading from a script. Uh, <laughs> is it off the top of my he is, head? He has he is, actually. He has got a script, yes. Lee Hassan Chang. I think yeah, this is some sort of blink character. sort of thing here. Tone's heard this things. podcast in no, the future. Just don't get it all re- out now. Relax. And written his script to match our ramblings. Yes. <laughs> now here we have our first uh, racist. <laughs> our first racist uh, ch- stereotypical Chinaman here. Ah, now that's of course is uh, everyone's favourite dwarf, philosophical dwarf. May I just say, philosophical? Yeah, Deep Roy. Oh. Uh, oh, a man who knows a Chinese proverb or two. No, he doesn't. He's Indian. He's Deep Roy. He's Deep Roy. He's Indian. <laughs> doesn't matter. He's deep. <laughs> He's philosophical. Come on. So, uh, should we? Should, should, no. Shall we have some proper proper facts about Deep Roy? Shall we? Um, yes. He has I been. Have, in, no, I have, I have, oh, go on. Got it. Got it. Right. Maybe we'll concentrate on the story one in a minute. He's the only person who holds the distinction of being the only actor appearing in Doctor Who, Star Trek, and the Star Wars franchises. And Blake Seven. <laughs> That's a lesser one, isn't it? Really. And the never-ending story. I've got Blake, Blake Seven written down here, actually. Yeah. yeah. And he played right. an alien trade. Oh, enough of the facts for a minute. Let's concentrate on the story. God's sake. Oh, is that Buller? I've got a fact about him. Buller. <laughs> Yeah, that's his name. Ricky Groves? Mrs. Mrs. Buller's... Um... Husband, the cabbie? Yeah, the cabbie. Go on. Right. He had a lengthy three-year acting career as a guest star in Blake Seven and Secret Army. And he was in Blake Seven. Did you say Blake Seven? Yes. Yeah, did you? Did you did yeah. say Blake Seven. And Blake Seven. <laughs> <laughs> You've switched off, haven't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Already. I, yeah. <laughs> I just can't be asked listening to him waffling on. He's got reams of paper here, just... <laughs> ah, what's, the, what's his uh, henchman's name there? Is it, Lee, I think. Oh, is it really? That's, that's, that's interesting because uh, I notice uh, many of you have been asking. Right. Um, Tom, this uh, isn't audio commentary, this is you, just you talking. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> For the part one and then the next yeah, five exactly. parts, no, five be part. sitting there, sitting there saying I'm, nothing. I'm going to calm down a bit now. I think you should do. Right, okay. I think you should do. I told you we should let him out of the darkened room more often. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm putting him back in his box. I practice all film around whopping. Before it's obviously it's redevelopment in the eighties, because it did look like that for look like a bit about some of that Victorian times, didn't it? Whopping for donkey's years. Indeed. 
chimney sweep, just oh, in case you're in any doubt. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm going to write some facts and figures about the chimney sweep, but uh, oh, no, he hasn't done anything really, apart from this. No, why would well, well, we want <laughs> facts and figures about <laughs> chimney sweeps? I've got the lesser people written down here as well. <laughs> Itching to get these facts out. And this is the only story where Tom Baker didn't wear his scarf oh, at some yeah. point. Really? Yeah. The theatre. Yeah, she's not wearing her animal skins, this one, is she? No. That mugging people, weren't they? Yeah. That's my beer. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, people, little Titch was a genuine character. Used yes, he was. He was in the theatre in the uh, last century. No, there's a little... There's, um, Little Titch, because my nanny used to speak about him. Very, she, very large shoes. Yeah. Well, no, he had. Um, like no, there was. He was something. He was only about four foot three. Yeah. Or, or hence the name. Did Little he just Titch. Sort of fall over and make it sort of lean down? And, yeah, and, he had these big yeah. long shoes. Yeah, they used to sort of like lean forward and do weird walks and everything. But um, he had five fingers and a thumb, and six toes on each foot. There is a special yeah. scientific name for there that. Is, no? There is, there is. Uh, poly, some, I can't remember what it was now. I've yeah. forgotten what it is. <laughs> it's something like polydactyl or something. It's some weird name like that. So. Uh, what's, what's his name, the, the Irishman? The Irishman? Yeah. Uh, that would be Chris Gannon. What did I write in? What did he find in facts of it? Well, he, he's not even in the cast list. Now, there, there is, there is a, actually, all the actors in this um, story, there is, a, there is a running theme. Amongst all of them, and oh, yeah. um, well, I say all of them, not all of them, but a majority of them, they all appeared in Z cars at some point. Now, Chris Gannon played three different characters in Z cars. Well, I've got a letter written down there. You haven't got it written down, no, you? I have Z cars. Uh, you didn't research like... hard enough, did you? It's not, <laughs> it's not on, sir. It, it, the Wikipedia, right, and um, IMDb.com. You mentioned Gannon on there for some reason. I don't know why. Well, Chris Gannon, you weren't looking yeah. in the right places then, were you? No. No, you obviously up. weren't. Yeah. Well, the lazy way of doing it. <laughs> right, yeah. So every time I think of Devil Doll when I see this now. There goes good. Like some ham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some ham. <laughs> ham, I love it. <laughs> Do you notice this that Tom Baker actually... He actually acted like he was Sherlock Holmes in this as well. That's right. And uh, Professor Lightfoot's, um, what do you call it? Housekeeper. It's called Mrs. Hudson. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't think they're actually Chinese. What do you reckon? Oh, come on. Preposterous. <laughs> like fist to top of head. <laughs> I didn't know that was a kung fu move, actually. <laughs> Sorry. He's not a six million dollar man, is it? <laughs> he was a bit, wasn't it? Ah, <laughs> he's not even got any makeup on, he's just English. He's <laughs> brilliant. The penis. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <clears throat> hmm. This was actually filmed in Wapping, but what an absolute carsy it was around there, wasn't it, at that time? 
Oh, God. So half past nine. So they all escaped down that drain, and it took them about. When they later go down, it takes them half an hour to get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's that? That's a beat policeman, isn't it? Oh, there we go. Let's see, let's see if you get this one right, Tone. Come is on. It, is that Conrad Asquith? It is indeed. Yes. He played Little John in a TV serial, The Legend of Robin Hood. Yes, in the ah. early 70s, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Certainly. However, he's also reprised his role. As uh, piece, but as as Sergeant Quick, yeah. as he's been promoted in, in the Jago and Lightfoot Big Finish productions, oh, so which the audio, audio stuff. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. I've got that in there somewhere as well, actually. Oh, actually, I forgot to say it was. Um, this is yet another Robert Holmes story we're doing. Yeah, I suddenly realised it's another Robert Holmes. I think all the comments we've done have all been Robert Holmes ones. It's just the references to drug taking in this as well. You would never get away with this now, would you? No. Now is that, is, oh, yes, yes. We've mentioned him. That's Lee. Oh, right, yeah. Well, not many of you have uh, been saying... Oh, the, uh, God. No, no, it's not a joke coming up here, is no, it? No, oh, please, no. please. With the cyber post bag, or the who's who post bag there. Right, but, um, wondering what, what, you know, they've asked, uh, where's Tony then? No, no one has, actually. Where's Tony then? Well, Tony then is actually playing Paul Oh, no. <laughs> it's Lee. Which one is his name? <laughs> yes. Oh, is, uh, I must uh, apologise for this. This could be the first time I go and hide behind the sofa for, <laughs> for 30 years. Ah, here we go. This is why we only let him out once a month. Oh, he's also been in ga Gangsters and The New Avengers. Tony yeah. then, people. Remember that name. No. We won't. We'll forget it. Now, this was filmed in an actual theatre as well. It wasn't. It's not a BBC studio. It was an actual theatre. Even like behind the, the behind the stage and everything, it was actually filmed in a theatre. I'm watching this over the past few days. Catching up, of course. Of course, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've noticed a lot of money has seemed to be shed on this sort of thing for, for the time. Given the you know kind of um, it is a big. Production. The thing about Doctor Who at the time was, oh, well, you save money and all like cardboard sets and things like that. But I don't know, it's more lavish than usual. Well, it's the well, fact they're not actually using thing. a set for a lot of it, are yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. So this is the natural theatre, yeah, and it's filmed on location as well, which was unusual for the time. But well, I thought it's only at the end that they get a set, isn't it? It's really, yeah. You, um, Lightfoot's house, I think, was obviously a set. Like this is a set now, but yeah. Uh, there's a sergeant. Oh, here we go. Tone's got more facts, folks. Oh, we. This isn't sounding very good, Tone. This is an audio commentary, not, not an audio mumbling. Oh, I'm looking for it. Where's he gone? His name is Sergeant Kyle. Oh, oh yeah, I've got him. Oh, yes, uh, David McHale. David McHale, here we go. Oh, God. He was guest in Zed Cars, mysteriously. Yeah. Pole Dark. Heartbeat the Bill. My personal favourite. Crown Court. Touch of. <laughs> Anyway, right, Natasha Frost and the high browed, intellectually challenging Ch -ch -ch Chuckle Vision. <laughs> yeah. Don't you diss the Chuckle Brothers? It was in there. It was... You've missed um, one thing, it was last seen on the big screen actually, in Captain America the First Avenger. He's still alive, isn't he? He's still alive, yes. That's his most recent role. I didn't really, I haven't, I haven't actually seen it, but apparently a lot of that was filmed in Manchester. 
So he, he was, I don't think the, the coppers were like, um, it wasn't enough of that, was there? <laughs> One du dubious comment there, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, this story did come in for a lot of flack. A lot of flack. I see why. Yeah. Because no, none of them are um, seeing other thing as like coolies or part of the Tong gang or anything like that, are they? They just there's no there's no good Chinaman in this story at all. They're all evil, and the comments get worse as the story goes yeah. on. Don't yeah. <laughs> Mind you, though, I suppose you could say ah. for its time, it's meant to be sitting Victorian England. That's how they would speak about them. So this ghoul here, the, the, uh, yes. Now you see, Tony, you you've ruined the effect there. Because that's how she's credited in the story as Gaul. That's not much of a... And she's been in love. Patsy Smart's been in loads yeah, of things. She certainly has. I like the dribble on the chin in the minute as well. Look at the dribble. Oh, that's disgusting. She's Miss Dingle with Terry and June. Well, apparently she actually handed them her teeth so they didn't fall in the water. Really? <laughs> that's why. It, it worked. And rent a ghost. Doing that as well. Ah, uh, now, see, the best thing she's been in time. Chinese detective. No. Minder. No, listen, listen. <laughs> Filthy rich and cat flap. Oh, wait a minute. Um, was she was, she was, she was she in bottom as well? Uh, no. What was that one that walked in the shop? Are you mad? No, I don't know who that, that was, actually. That wasn't her. No. No, she was a filthy rich and cat flap when um, they're in the supermarket when he's, when he's buying all the uh, food for his dinner party. And she said, oh, go on then, say something funny. Oh, it was her. Yeah, it was her who said it, yeah. Now, do you do you think John Bennett's portrayal here is dubious, or do you think it's actually quite respectful? Um, What's the general consensus? I here? don't think uh, it's it's too bad a, <laughs> a stat, but because at least he's not he's not swapping his R's for L's oh, and yeah, very yeah. jolly and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's underplaying it to that extent. Yeah. What I've noticed though is when he when he's doing the stage act, he does accentuate. I think that's yeah. probably what the character's supposed to do to, yeah. to appeal to the Victorian audience. Yeah. You, you, you suppose that's actually what they did in those days. Yeah, that's right. Scorpion villain. It is indeed. Yeah. Actually, I don't think that's a bad makeup job. To be honest, it's a bit too uh, OTT, but. For its time, it's quite good. Oh. You know, he, did you know he was also the voice of Captain Holly in Warship Down? You know that guy? Who? Um, John Bennett. John Bennett, yeah. You've missed the other Doctor Who co um, connection, haven't you? Wait a minute. What would you find? Well, I'm sure my notes somewhere. Oh, let me do this one, because you're rustling through your papers. Yes. Now you play General Finch in Invasion of the Dinosaurs, which was a purple story. Oh, yeah, story. I've got that written down there. Yeah, you see. <laughs> Here's there. That's right. 
No, we haven't. We haven't mentioned that's. It's actually quite a few other Doctor Who connections with actors in this uh, particular story. A lot of these people in in this particular episode um, also appear. A lot, a lot of uh, British serials I've noticed, like Blake Seven, Danger Man, The Saint, Return of the Saint, The Baron, The Avengers, Special well, Branch, and Point, Bob Cole. Point is, any English actor would have been <laughs> one of those <laughs> programs of, of yeah. the sixties and seventies. Would have been in everything, yeah. Oh, I mean, people played about eight different characters in The Saint over the course of it. Yes. It was. As different characters. Yeah. You get the feeling the equity handbook was only about five pages <laughs> during that period. <laughs> now, of course, we haven't mentioned the obvious Doctor Who connections for Christopher Benjamin here, but should we... Should we... Not do all our facts straight away, shall we? Yeah, let's, save let's... that for part two. Yes. No. 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 <laughs> all I will say about him, though, he was in one of my favourite programmes of the 70s with Dick Turpin. He was Sir John Glutton. He was like the local squire. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. That never gets repeated, does it? Dick Turpin. I used to love that. Oh, is it the... Uh... Connection. What? What it, connection? It, 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 Remember, pointing at paper doesn't work on audio. No, no, there. Been... <laughs> but he doesn't want to give it. <laughs> leave, leave, leave it. Leave it to well, leave it to later. Then. Then. Leave, leave it to later. later then. You want to save it? So I'm just saying is that we were talking about. God, he's getting all excitable again, yes. isn't he? <laughs> we're going to have to stop him doing. We're going to have to go back to just not telling him in advance. I think so, ah. actually. Yeah. Again, this reminds me of the scene in Devil Doll. <laughs> Got to have a good look at that dummy. <laughs> You think I could, do you think I could do the, the dull thing again for a second audio commentary running? Show me on the dull where he touched you. <laughs> when they go to Lightfoot, they could say, show me on the cops where the dull stabbed you. <laughs> He has captured that Robert Holmes has captured the that sort of what people assume to be the Victorian dialogue, all big words and oh, yeah. very yeah, theatrical. It's a sleazy kind of theatre, yeah, yeah. grandiose, maybe. Yeah, so he's not sleazy. No, he's not sleazy. No, yeah, 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 he's yeah. not sleazy. Grandiose is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you've rustled your own paper now. True, they had personality clashes in the early days, these two. Yeah, they, they didn't get on at all, did they? Well, I think it's more Tom Baker mm. was a bit difficult, by all accounts. Ah, wasn't wasn't light, wasn't it this story where she was actually thinking of leaving? It was Graham Williams who pro, sort of twisted her onto sign for another season. I think she was ready to go after this. When this season had finished, yeah. well, I thought this was this was supposed to be the first one of it, sort of becoming a bit more the my fair lady sort of 
thing between them, wasn't yeah. it? I think that's what she was promised. Yeah. And then well, well, I think the other, the other thing, the... yeah. Well, well, I think the other thing Baker said he didn't want an assistant. He thought it'd be better, it'd be different, and uh, for him just be alone. Well, he'd already done that in the Deadly Assassin, hadn't he? So, and he's still alive as well, isn't he? Old uh, Professor Lightfoot. Yeah, they're still doing. They've actually, they've just done another um, big finish series, haven't they? Jago and Lightfoot yeah. just been released. Looks about eighty-two there. Was it? <laughs> yeah. I think it was just the 70s time, but it just did look older in the 70s, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> like I can't that. believe you've actually numbered the pages as well. Professional. <laughs> People at home, he's actually got little bits of string uh, holding the pages together. Like well, they fall apart. Otherwise, it's brilliant. There's yeah. <laughs> a lot of thought got into it. Yeah, that's right. It's, um, it's old Trevor story. Baxter. Yes, Trevor yeah. Baxter. Written by hand as well. But anyway, yes. Yes. Right. Seventy-nine. If you're going to talk now. to him, talk to the microphone, yeah, not right. to the table. Right. Right. Seventy-nine now. He's seventy-nine. Blimey. Blimey. Was actually his birthday on the eighteenth of November. Was it really? Oh, happy so. birthday, Trevor oh, Baxter. Well, happy, yes, indeed. Oh, and happy birthday to uh, Stephen Moffat as well. He turned yeah, yes. Oh, right, okay. Turned fifty. Yes, and of course he's reprised his uh, particular role of uh, Professor Lightfoot. Of course, with. Um, Christopher Benjamin, the audio we've, serials. Yeah, we've we've just discussed yeah. this. We probably have. For, for, for those of you not listening, five minutes ago, Go. like Tony. Oh, just, yes. Oh, <laughs> just in case, I'm repeating. Jesus. Again. Pay attention. If you yourself are going through your own paperwork while listening to this and have missed the earlier now. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I, I missed out one fact that Tony did not pick up on for Patsy Smart. Damnation. She appeared in a a, a TV series. In every episode, it appeared only lasted one series, actually. Um, a particular favourite actor of yours. She was in Reg Varney. Was it yeah. just called Reg Varney? It was just called Reg Varney. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, yes. Was John J. Carney in it? As yeah. Well? <laughs> <laughs> the sad fact is that's worked because I remembered his name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which henchman is Vincent Wong playing? Don't know, I haven't got him down here. He's been in everything, he has. The oh, he plays Ho, sorry. Space 1999, the new Avengers, I didn't, I didn't the Chinese bother. detective. I didn't bother getting any facts about him, actually. I bother. <laughs> I go deeper than my facts. You see, fans, Tony cares. <laughs> I, I really care. Every cast member means something to me. Or is that Tony's got a carer? I don't know. That, that is what you were saying earlier, Paul. He's struggling to lift. Well, there was about four and lift that manhole up, I suppose. It's, it's not that. It's, it's, it's how long. It's how, how long quickly they, they, take, they get to go down it. It takes them to go down it. Well, they're all kung fu masters. They just jump down holes, can't they? They all slid down holding onto the. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Oh. Now, in one of these scenes here somewhere, there's an outdoor scene. It's covering a. And there's hay covering a car. Yeah, oh that's yeah, later. That's, that's later. That's later, was it? Yeah. I was looking out for that. Yeah. You should. You see, you didn't watch it very carefully, did you? Because you could have timed these well, comments. I wrote my facts down. Afterwards. Yeah, but you should. You meant to time it to the episodes. You see. Yeah, I know. They were enjoying it. Now this this is this is the reason why Wen Chiang is is remembered. Not for your stereotypical Chinaman or anything like that. It's actually a very good set to be. It looks better than the one they did for um, Attack of the Silent. Attack of the Silent, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Here we go.
Is that new Avengers Actually, episode? I was going to say, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say that, talking about the Avengers new Avengers connections. Yeah. Why don't I just keep it at that? A scaled-down model with a rat inside it, instead of what you get coming up to end the episode. Or broken suit. And this. <laughs> the thing is, though, when you watch the, the extras on the DVD, they put a lot of work yeah. into making that look good until they covered it in fur, and that's what ruined it. It we wasn't talking, a bad we, puppet, was it? We were it? talking about the confidential to the God complex, weren't we? And how they did the Minotaur and all that. Yeah. And you know, they did exactly the same. They went through exactly the same process for that rat, didn't they? They did, didn't they? they just yeah. Obviously, didn't have the technology or the budget to, did to they? recreate proper rat fur. Yeah, yeah it's a I shame. See, I see John. Yeah. Oh, no. it. Actually, it's somebody's. So yeah, we're gonna yeah we're gonna have a quick break in a minute um, while we line up episode two. So. Uh, Save myself for then. You save yourself for then, Tone. So, there we go. We'll be back in episode two. Okay, episode two. Now, what, you, you're about to mention a fact at the end of the last episode, weren't you? Um, no, I'm trying to remember what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what it was. Oh. Yeah, um, right. Um, right. Go on. I'm trying to remember where, where we were. Oh, Gordon Bennett. It was only a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. oh, he's letting light onto the mystery of our podcast. We actually do these years apart. These yeah, episodes. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and not in any particular order. Rats, puppets. <laughs> oh, curses, I've forgotten it. Never mind. It'll come later. <laughs> no, I think as someone's ever said, they'd have actually put mud and whatever Just... on, the, on, the, on the fur. It might have dirtied it up. It yeah. might have looked better. Rather than a fluffy toy that was chasing. Yeah, exactly. It was... <laughs> oh, it's a shame. Does it look to me? They look like Tom Baker's absolutely freezing there. He's shivering. He's going to double his scarf, obviously. Yes. There was a rain in there as well, actually. Not to say that anymore either. There's so many different influences in this story. Oh, yeah. We've well, got Phantom of the Opera, Fu Manchu, Sherlock Holmes. Of Sherlock Holmes, yeah. I'm still not happy that this Mr. Gannon wasn't on my um, files. I'm looking right. through. Do, do, yeah. do your Christopher Benjamin facts then. Um, oh, yeah. Go on then. So you're not ready for any of this, are you? No, but you just caught me by surprise. You should be ready to spring, <laughs> spring to action. Yeah, oh, like yes. a panther. Yes, he went to 31 years between uh, this episode and the next one he actually appeared in. Uh, the um, well, Doctor Who one, of course. The Unicorn and the Wasp. Uh, where he played Colonel Hugh. Oh, no. You, you, you see, I look on the wrong websites, don't I? Yes, you see, no, he was in a previous Who's. He's been in three stories. He? he was in a Pertwee story, Inferno, as Sir Keith Gold. I'm your fire, sir. I've got that written down here. Why didn't you say it then? Because I'm just saying all the, it's a 30, <laughs> the initial fact is 31 years after this one, he appeared again. That's not a fact. You it should say he was in this story. Yes, he was in Inferno as well. Yes. Sir Keith Gold. Yes. There you go. Which is one of the 
really, really good Pertwee stories, actually. It's another long one, so. Is it? It's another long one. Oh, right, we'll yeah. have to do it. It's also in Very good one for Nicholas Courtney. Yes, it is. Ah, dead cars. It's a good one for all of them, actually, Inferno, isn't it? All the uh, unit actors. Serial people, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, never mind about it. It's probably the so, best one with Liz yeah. Shaw, isn't it? it? Yeah. I liked her as a companion, actually, Liz Shaw. But... Oh, well. Good heavens, this Chris and Benjamin has been in everything. Dead cars, mysteriously. Foresight Saga, Danger Man, The Baron, The Prisoner, The Avengers, The Protectors, Jason King, The Illusion Line, Special Branch, Gangster, Shoestring, Van der Volk, and Crown Court. And Crown Court. And many, many What's that? That's the end of the program. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh, Is um, Court TV still on, whatever the hell it was called? Yeah, it's gone now. Oh, damn. My favourite channel, that was really it, mate. Did you have a fat then, Paul? Are you about to say something? No, not particularly. All right. No, it's about um, a certain actor. You were just about to say something about an actor. I can't remember what you said, no? No, he wasn't. No. 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 <laughs> Somewhere along the line, I lost the will to live. Yes. <laughs> we're all doing that right now. Yes. <laughs> I think the problem with this So why story... did he ask him to remember him, then? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can see the spirit gun sticking his moustache onto his upper lip there. Uh-huh. I suppose in the sense... Seven... just why he doesn't try to hypnotise an epileptic, isn't it? It's really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I suppose in the 70s, the only actor well-known enough to play a Chinese act would have been Burt Quark, really, wouldn't it? In the seventies, yeah, I suppose so. But this yeah. is the days before the Chinese detective with David Yip. Yeah, but Tony then and Vincent Wong were around then. I'm sure they could. Yeah, but they, yeah, but they weren't well known, were they? So the only well known, the only only well known Chinese person then was Burke Clock. They should have been represented by um, Mr. Jago. Oh, he might have got somebody. Yeah. Was that a joke? Well, he's, he's sort of an agent, isn't he? Was that a joke though? No. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it though? Am I laughing, though? <laughs> oh, now first real glimpse at uh, ah, yes. Wen Chiang coming up now. That's him. Michael Spice, of course. <laughs> Why would you say that like it's like an old friend? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we've done many things together. <laughs> yes. Memories. <laughs> And I was only 13 at the time when he died. But don't know, we won't go into that. But, uh, uh, obviously, because he just died in 1983, you see. Yes, he did, <laughs> so, yeah. Cause what's your facts then, Tom? What's your facts about Michael Spice? Come well, on. he was the voice of Morbius. In, yes, uh, he Brain was. of Morbius. Yeah. And he appeared in Blake 7 and Z-Cars too. There you go. And Armchair Theatre. I didn't, didn't bother writing that down, actually. Oh, we've got Armchair Theatre. It's be great. Armchair Thriller used to be the best one. Armchair Thriller, haven't it? The opening credits used to scare oh, the no. crap out of me when I was a kid. Do you remember that armchair chiller? Yeah, thriller. Yeah. Armchair thriller, so it was chiller was not a different no, program. Armchair thriller. You used to go down, down. Now, do you remember the the, oh, um, yeah. the shadow used to sit in the chair that used to grip the arms of the chair? It used to, oh, yeah. yeah, brilliant. 
Ja, ah, en port. <laughs> The Sandy Man. <laughs> Do you remember the other, that old lady going, The Sandy Man. <laughs> That's for Sherry, wasn't it? Was it Paul? Sand, oh, Sandy, 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 Sandy Man. Sandy Paul. That's right, yeah. Is that the same one that Orson Welles did? songs. Have you? <laughs> was that the same one that... What, what did um, the Orson Welles do? Was, that was Sherry, wasn't it? Oh. Um, yeah, he used to do one, yeah. Yeah, I think he's with Sherry. Sherry. Oh, yeah. But he had a similar sort of... Did he do Carlsberg as well? Hmm. No, that... Oh. That's Lauren. Well, oh, it might have been him. Well, the original one. He's original one, surely. Wasn't it Victor Borger did Carlsberg afterwards? That piano comedian, piano playing guy. I think he did because he, I think he's Danish. I think. So. Cadaver. No one says that you're a cadaver. And you can keep her. <laughs> Sorry, it's an old one. Now. Very old one. <laughs> did he just say inscrutable chinks then? He did, didn't he? he did, yes. Did, yes. Oh dear. Show, yeah. Mind you, it, it's just representing how they probably spoke in Victorian England. No. So this is what annoys me now because they they do tend to airbrush certain things, especially out of like recent comedies. It was like a word using fools and horses. They they've now just edited it out completely because oh, yes. it's apparently well. It is racially offensive, oh, but it wasn't episodes, used in a racially offensive manner. Early, in the but. early episodes, only four horses on. And they also, um, we talked about Rick Mayer and Aid Evanson, they also edited, um, actually overdubbed a, a certain word in um, an episode of Bottom at the fun fair, the Gypsy fun fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kippos. Oh, yeah, which is the word you're not supposed to say. <laughs> so, so we apologise for that, people at home. That's what he says in the film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but you're not supposed to say it, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> We apologise for that. Anyway, yeah. Tone's not used to this recording, like he only does it once a month. Bless him. <laughs> also, I was watching a, what do you call it, Blackadder. Right, Blackadder mm-hmm. two the other day. Yeah, be careful what you're saying, Tone. Uh, please. Be careful. No, we'll drop that now. Drop the subject <laughs> right now. You know when he had to get the thousand pounds together and he went down to the docks. What doing favours for sailors? Yes, they cut out the bit and said. I think they're about a good heart. No, you can't say it here either. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, they cut out. What time of the day was it on, though? At night. Oh, that's it. That's a bit yeah, weird. Outrageous. Oh, well. Anyway, let's just drop this before Tone offends anyone else. <laughs> As you do on a night out. <laughs> Always. <laughs> That's it. Find a little bloke and have a fight. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You think you're pretty safe, don't yeah. you? <laughs> That's the thing, now. A few half measures. I didn't. I didn't hear that. No, no. Is that something else that should be st- stricken from the recording? Oh. I was just thinking that the, the blatant smoking in this as well. They wouldn't be allowed to get away with now.
Is that right, Tom? Was there a punitive expedition in 1860? Uh, yeah, you see my notes. As I say, yeah. well, no, you're, you're supposed to be the history buff here, I'm aren't the, you? I'm doing the history yeah. buff, yeah. So was there? Yes. <laughs> there you are, folks. Proof. In- <laughs> Deep insight into that. <laughs> Might have to look out for your huge pile of straw soon, Tom. Oh, yeah. yeah. The car hidden underneath it, of course. Yes. McCard. There's still a lot of this reminds me of the Phantom Rosblow of old London town as well. I'll bugger off. Yes. Tony, you've gone all quiet. You yeah. see, you've run out of facts. Facts too soon. <laughs> yeah, you've peaked too I'll early. Out. Which is a complaint your wife has. He's hardly dynamo, is he? <laughs> <laughs> David Blaine. So I keep thinking of Bo Selector and I think of David Blaine. Now. Elder Magic. <laughs> Very much the comedy character Henry Gordon Jago, isn't he? People actually get hypnotised by swinging watches. I've never actually said that's proof or not. Where's that come from? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Staring into space time doesn't really <laughs> come across on the podcast. It really doesn't. No, no, but it keeps him quiet. So keep that's him. true, yeah, that's true. Just let him sit there. Episode two, Paul, and he's run out of things to say already. Oh, you did say that, didn't you? Yeah. Oh. See, You've got to be quiet, Tom. Gotta slow down a bit. Yeah, certainly. Just relax. <sighs> <laughs> Put your feet up. Go. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, you hear a Why, big penny dropping there, couldn't yeah. you? Good heaven. <laughs> Change me to a jewel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there it is. There's, there's, there's the there's Toast yeah. yeah. straw. It's rather a funky get-up when Charling's wearing there. Oh, it is, yeah. Or Magnus Grill to give him his room. Oh, I think about this, he's sort of... 
he's on his last legs there. Next thing you know, he's running around, creeping around right up ladders and swinging on ropes and things. Yeah, that was the thing. He has to send him home, isn't yeah. he? He's too ill to hang around outside that yeah. house. It's like when he gets to the theatre, oh, the show must go on, darlings. <laughs> the smell of the grease paint revitalises him. Ah, oh, the lights, the grease paint. He just loves the business. <laughs> I would have passed out if I was seen a spider that big. I'm sorry. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the hero around here, you know. Oh, yeah? Yes, indeed. Whenever there's a spider in the house, my little lady, Leah, which is my daughter, and um, Seb, the missus, always get me uh, on, the, on the case and get rid of these spiders out of the house. No fear. I hold What'd no you do? fear. What do you do to them? Chuck them out the window. Do you... They seem to survive. Do you? Yeah, I don't like killing them either. Actually, no, I don't. Must admit, I could eat that. Oh, that's a that is one big meat piece, isn't it? I could eat that now. I could eat a spider right now. <laughs> we'll get a leg at least. Because <laughs> that is the way to eat meat, though. Just pick yeah. it up and just, just eat it. Ah, oh, banquet style. Yeah, exactly. And chuck yeah. the bones over your shoulders like Henry the yeah, Eighth. That's it. Very much the Pygmalion thing here, isn't it? Very much so. I, I did say that. In the, uh... Yeah. Is now, is that an ostrich leg he's about to pick? I've never seen anything that big before. <laughs> what the hell is it? I think he's making giant chickens as well. Maybe he was. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a hummingbird. <laughs> 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 Sorry, there is a lot of overacting here from Michael Spice, isn't there? It's just actually that noise of it beeping there. It sounds like he's won a star prize on Family Fortunes. <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did it really appear in much, did he, Michael Spice? No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> when he walks away empty hands in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> A weak cough. <laughs> Very well. Pick up some Covonia on the way back. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing there? I don't know. I was trying to work out what play that was from. Yeah. <laughs> Of the elephant man and Marley's ghost. Yeah, it it. <laughs> and again, I've never seen a bowl of cream that big. In all me natural. Does he live on his own? When they've got all that food there? His housekeeper left him a little like snack. But they used to eat like, well, if you could afford to back then, I think they did. They used to have massive yeah. spreads, didn't they? Oh, waste. There was a lot of waste. Yeah. Food. Uh, yeah. Of 
Urchin. Is it? Is it? Did you say that was a racially offensive term? Uh, uh Chinese. Not he's. He's Chinese. He's a Chinese. No, no, I'm picking at straws now. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, nitpicking. Uh. Secret supplier booze. <laughs> booze, yes. Sandman's <laughs> poison. Do you think that was just Tom Baker's? <laughs> <It> just <laughs> you would, you would think though. Put in his all, own cane on set. In all those rooms in the TARDIS, he would somewhere that have some illegal distillery in there. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Magnus Grill was feeling a little bit Tom and Dick a minute ago. I was going to say, press that's what the... Uh, in the new TARDIS, those, those sort of glass shape in the middle of the TARDIS console going up and down, that's his distillery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad had all that stuff. It was like a, uh, like a mad professor's house. He, had, he used to make his own wine. He had these great big glass bottles called Demijohns. Oh. But he had these, like, test tube things. and You know, like the curly glass... Oh. They used them shoved in top of the corks and all that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, no, it didn't. She used to be chased to the county line by the sheriff. Yes, sir, Papa Cannon's moonshine. See, there's nothing wrong with him there. He's only creeping around. He's running up there. He's been invigorated. <laughs> Fresh meat. <laughs> well, all it's sort of just caught up in it now. Without those talking, it's brilliant. Can't be constantly ill, though, surely. Get that bloody camera out of my face. <laughs> Tone's flagging. Oh. He's yawning. He's flagging. <laughs> Episode two and he's flagging. What happens is 4.30? 4.30? Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah, adventures of Zorro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if only he was wearing the hat then as well. <laughs> oh, he drank some of his own pulp, that's why. <laughs> So we thought they would have ended it there. Yeah. That's the cliffhanger just hanging on to the... Literally hanging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see, he's really athletic, isn't he? For his Bad life. man. <laughs> out for the count the second time tonight. That was actually Tom Baker's trousers. <laughs> Were you just knocked out? Yeah. Well, That's knocked quick. to the ground anyway, yeah. I think. I think that it's even referred to as the the Phantom there, wasn't it? No. Try this. It's such a good story. This one you can't really 
talk too much through yeah, it. It's yeah, a good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just so too I, good I to watch. Myself and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you you just peek too soon. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Well, um, Not even go home. I think. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sound of the door closing. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. He left his podcast out in the side of Eric Morgan with a long, long brown overcoat and a peak cap on, <laughs> and the brown paper bag. He's gone off dancing, and we're still standing at the front. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! It's ah. Mr. Sin. <gasps> what will happen next? Actually, I'm not sure if I could do that with someone coming at someone with a knife now. No, they wouldn't, actually. Ooh. Well, we've already had um, axes thrown at people, people dying of poison. We have axes in backs and stuff. Oh. You know, it just wouldn't be allowed now, would it? Bodies in the river. Yeah, it just wouldn't be allowed now. Oh, well. Yeah. So, do you have any facts for episode three, four, five, and six? <laughs> um, No. No, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, Tone. That's quite sad, I'll make actually. Some up. Yeah, actually, you've got some extras actually for the next oh, episode. Oh, I have some extras, yes. Yeah, some extras. It's sort of a theme, I suppose. So we'll be back with episode three. Episode three, here we go. Ah. <sighs> I still get over the fact they've got the light wrong on the top of the TARDIS in these credits. They? Yeah. Oh, that's a technical fact. Well, that's what that's what I was saying when we did the one for the Five Doctors. That clip they used of Sharda, it had that light on top of the TARDIS, which was wrong. Oh, yes, you did say that. Yeah, I do but I don't know if it was that. just having never seen any of the footage from Sharda because I... Oh, well, that's coming out on DVD, isn't it? Hmm. Unfortunately, not the Ian Levine animated one, which I feel oh. quite sorry for him. Actually, he's put yeah. he's ploughed his own money into it and got the actors back. And why not? You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, it was like an extra or something. They just they just pushed out yeah what's been filmed and yeah, left just... it at that. It's just Mister <laughs> 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 Sin. Actually, what happens in the minute they'll definitely never get away with now? No. This bit. Never get away with that. The thing is, he's almost like Moriarty as well, isn't he? The way he's yeah. with the top hat and all that. I just, mm. just suddenly tweaked that. So we've been, so we've been a little bit too quiet here, aren't oh, we? No, no, this, this does happen. It does again. <laughs> no. it really and that was one of the reasons why she had to wear that costume, wasn't it? Was because it was big enough for the male stuntman to get into to do that scene. <laughs> it wasn't Stuart Fell oh, again, was it? That. It was yes. Stuart Fell. Yeah, the amount of doctor's assistance he's doubled for. Can we do the Sea Devils next to Pete speaking of Stuart Phil Dublin for uh, 
the doctor's assistant. Yeah, so that'll have to be another two-parter. It will it? be another two-parter. That actually has got, has that got seven parts, or is it Slurin's seven parts? Slurin's is definitely seven, seven parts. parts. I'm not too sure about the Sea Devils. Well, actually, no, I think we should do a Doctor we haven't done yet. We shouldn't be talking about this now in the middle of an audio commentary, but we should do a Doctor we haven't done yeah. yet. Uh, I haven't done a Troutman one yet. I haven't. The problem with Troutman is they're usually quite long. Yeah. If we ever get down around to doing the War Games one day, that's ten parts. Ten parts. <laughs> it is good, though. Actually, I think it's actually one another one that's a bit too good to be mucking around on. Oh, yeah. Actually, but I've never ever found one of those ice packs to put on my head like that. Never. Like Chick Murray. Yeah. It does. <laughs> well, that's one for the older listener there, isn't it? Chick Murray, blimey. This is it's episode three before he's actually mentioned by name. Yeah. 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 Go on, Tony, you're thinking of something here. No, 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 no. no. Go on. Helen's are claws, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> I think of them. Why? No, I was just thinking. <laughs> no, no, don't ask him a question because he's obviously got a pun or a joke coming. <laughs> And he's just checking whether it works or not. <laughs> so don't 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 encourage him. <laughs> a pun, a joke, or another racial quip. No, no, no more of that. Change my ways. Yeah, but in between episodes, <laughs> with Minister the South thrashing. Master Chef's getting. <laughs> yeah, cooking doesn't get any tougher than this. Dinner is served. <laughs> That's why he didn't get the job. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Got carried away. He couldn't supply his own gong. That's just a waste of good meat. There. Look at the marbling on that meat. Fantastic. Oh. He's perked up again, isn't he, old Wing Chai? <laughs> A puppet <laughs> approaches. That actually can't even take the... <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, the acting, the pathos. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, finally, I found something to take the mick out of Michael Spice's performance. (laughs) (laughs) 
Actually, I do remember watching this one quite this, vividly. This, that, that was, was actually kid, what but... my request to do the podcast was. <laughs> what? What? I need, I need what? two fresh young girls. <laughs> I thought to wear that gimp mask that he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was your request. <laughs> Uh, yes, you know, I'm just my, happy to go along with anything. Me and my penchant <laughs> for a man in a rubber suit. <laughs> and if Tony listened to that pod, uh, her podcast, <laughs> no he would have known the, what the joke was. Uh, Which is Hudson wouldn't be too pleased with it. Oh, they must be in the drawing room. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's a, that's a rather um, extravagant dressing gown he's got on there, isn't it? Flamboyant, you know. Yes, flamboyant, that's the word, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we, we haven't met a Mrs Lightfoot yet. <laughs> no, we haven't, no. <laughs> man alone, man lives alone. Quite the bachelor, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Victorian garb? I've got absolutely no uh, idea. Do you enjoy sucking on a uh, opium pipe? Mm. Oh no, that's later, isn't it? Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was going somewhere else. Mm. For a yeah, so you said the word <laughs> sucking there. Oh, here we go. Oh, come on, isn't yes, it? <laughs> it's clean, clean, clean. I don't know if that's all of mine. Mm. Well, it's a sim, I mean, yeah. Did you now? Did you see the um, mistake there? Mistake inside the wicker basket. There was a newspaper in there that said Dennis Healy on the front. Yeah. It was a newspaper of the time. Nice. Everything else seemed to be meticulously right, including the incredibly large bale of hay that they just had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always there in Victoria. So what London. you're looking at was an extra oh. was caught just loafing around reading probably, a paper. Yeah, probably. Oh, hey, you, come here. We're trying to write the paper, just stuffed it in the basket. No, I reckon, I reckon that was Deep Roy in that basket when he was reading the paper, waiting for his cue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just having a little read of it. Hey? Just having a little read at the time. Oh. All right, hard enough. That's why I say it quite what, what have we said about offensive jokes? This is awful. <laughs> He's thinking it's all right for Ricky Gervais. It's okay for me. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Gervais has got a nice team of lawyers to get him out of the stock. That's true. Hello, dearie. Oh, blimey. Dearie, oh, dearie. Drive a light. Any other things I can think of that say the rhyming slang? <laughs> I know. Couple of rosy, couple of kippers. Go blimey, Governor, strike the light. You're a real tough and no mistake. No mistake. <laughs> right, yeah, Riley. Chim chimini, chim chimini, chim chim chiru. Oh, love a duck. Core Lummy, I've been perishing hypnotised. (laughs) 
in a minute tone, you get to see ladies in their undergarments. Oh, yes. <laughs> Louise Jameson. Yeah. Wasn't looking so ravishing as um, Mrs. DeMarco in EastEnders, as I recall. Oh, yeah, she was in EastEnders, wasn't That's she? Right, yeah, right. yeah, of course. As the matriarch of the DeMarco family. Mr. Sin laughing. No, it's some more ghouls. Oh, right. <laughs> of course. What are they laughing at, though? That's what, what are they laughing at? Fantastic joke, one I'm told, obviously. <laughs> Was it one of yours? <laughs> you, you, you would have fitted in in that period, oh, wouldn't you? Your, puns. <laughs> your racially, racial slurs. And... Dear. Mm. <laughs> you said Ebenezer good, you know. She's <laughs> <laughs> got a right player on underneath yeah. <laughs> Can't hear her. <laughs> Who's that? Who has that on their iPod? Bloody hell. He doesn't even notice her hair's colour. It's changed. <laughs> well, apart from the fact that she's actually put some scarf around her face as well, whilst hypnotised. Oh no, it's like a veil thing over covering her hair. Pauline, yeah. you could have had a little titch under there, couldn't you? It's a, typ- it's a typical uh, salty sea dog. The thing is that when I was a kid, this is that this is how I remember the Thames looking drab and grey and yeah. dirty and and it was properly cold then, not like now. I mean, it's sort of, well, we're in November now, and it's what thirteen degrees in London. Yeah. Crazy weather. <laughs> yar, yar. He does look like a salty sea dog. <laughs> this was a good preparation for Tom Baker, wasn't it? It was. And <laughs> <laughs> he had a bit of role reverse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have a woman's <laughs> boat, my love. <laughs> I still think that's Tom Baker's finest hour. Captain Redbeard Rum. I shall overact how I like. <laughs> See what I'm doing with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath that mask, there's a lot of eyebrow acting going on. <laughs> I was looking at Wen Chang's hands there. I, do you remember those sort of used to buy I just jokes? Those those gloves with claws and with the hairy yes. back. Yeah, it looks like them, doesn't it? Michael Spice. Yeah. I'm not surprised he's got a thyme cabinet. What? Where's a herb? But uh... <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus oh, Christ! Dear, oh dear. 
Oh no. 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 Yeah, yeah, there we go. That's my thought of the day. Is that your only thought of the day? <laughs> really? Is that your only thought of the day? <laughs> yes, that's it. Oh my giddy old. Ah, levers. We was flash golden noises now. Know <laughs> <laughs> what happens to him? It just looks a bit dirty. <laughs> Too long under the sunbed, love. I was going to say, prototype sunbed, <laughs> Victorian sunbed. Should have had a spray tan instead. Probably <laughs> just would have been all stunned, but. <laughs> I can't quite understand why he was crawling around, sort of like. So this is where it lets itself down with the sets because it, you notice that in the last episode we missed the scenes on the, the the laser cannon thing and they're hiding behind that overturned table and it's there's always been the, the thought of Doctor Who when they have yeah. a battle yeah. it's always a like a gun battle they're standing about two foot away from each other and missing mm. oh we're near the end of the episode now aren't we oh yes Big Charlie's takeaways in those days, didn't they? I didn't. <laughs> and I was told off. <laughs> just, that's the meal for one. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm house laundry. Oh, it's a Chinese way. Who knows what they know? <laughs> the Chinese, le- the Chinese oh, legend grows. <laughs> it's Jet Stewart Phil. There we are. Made up to look like a Chinaman. He's a stuntman. No, he's not on your notes. Oh, he's a stuntman. Who probably doubled for Louise Jameson done through the window, I would have imagined. What, I've still made up as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. Cool, Lummy. Half a crown for a quickie, love. That's my business. Mm-hmm. I'm a lady. There I am. <laughs> <I'm a lady. laughs> What's well, not a lord, is he? Get her out a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's trying to stop her now. <laughs> it's rather a sexy uh, bill they had on that night. Ariola was there, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that the lunchtime strippers? Was... <laughs> oh, um, Romany Rosely, I dare say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say any other word, can we? <laughs> yes. Romany Rosely. No, you can say gypsy. 
You just can't use the other derogatory term you used earlier. <laughs> you don't need to repeat it. Exactly. No, she was called Gypsy Rose Lee, wasn't she? That was, that was what she was called. Yeah. <laughs> About to be menaced by a rat puppet again. <laughs> so I'd have to keep laughing every time I see it. Acting! In a capital A! I'm an actor. <laughs> Any minute I suppose to go, A hoss! A hoss! <laughs> My kingdom for A hoss! Atomic kitten. Ah, blundering. I said ninkum poop. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, Walk turn out the door. Yes. <laughs> Don't turn around now. You're not welcome anymore. <laughs> I crumble and lay down and die. Hang on. Yes, I will. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Should we be watching this? <laughs> it's the Agasmatron. <laughs> <laughs> I say... <laughs> Roxy music. Hang right? on, <laughs> that rat puppet's got to put on a bit of weight, isn't it? You see the size of it then? It's like Christopher Biggins was inside it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he'd do anything for money. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. I'll cut up to the cliffhanger now. <gasps> what will happen? What will happen? A few flashes there. A few flashes? Oh, I say. Oh, I say. <laughs> that whisper tone oh, doesn't oh. come out. He's <laughs> 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 a bit hot, hot under the collar tone. I say. Oh, By Jove. Concession on the orgasmatron. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as well you've got a week now to cool down, isn't it? Yes. yes. It's indeed. Oh, oh well. There we go. There we go. That was episode three. So we're uh, we should be leaving you now uh, for this week. Uh, we should return next week with the final three episodes of the tal talons of Wen Chiang, I should say. So, uh, did you enjoy that tone anyway? First three episodes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Cracking episode. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Well, well, we'll ask you your your opinion next week. Actually, when we get to the the final episode. Okay. So what you thought. Yeah. So, there you go. Well, I don't think there's anything else to, to add to that for this week, is there? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Okay, then. So, we'll be back next week with our second part of our audio commentary for Towns of Wen Chiang. So, until then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And goodbye from me, Dan. Goodbye.
If you want to leave any feedback about the Who See podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website, which is www.whos-he.co.uk, or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast. <laughs>